Welcome to the Back Outside Podcast, where I sit with my brothers. We talk candidly about life as men. This ain't the podcast your pastor promotes. It gets a little wild and reckless, but that's what happens when you get family together. So, pull up a seat, gather your thoughts, make yourself a plate, and join us at the table. This is season one, y'all, so don't forget to let the people know. We back outside. What's going on, everybody? It's Back Outside Podcast. Welcome back. We back outside. What's up, David? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. You want to introduce our special, wonderful, amazing guest? Yeah. <laughs> you want to introduce Yes, him? sir. Who we got? We got a special, amazing guest sitting at 5'11", weighing yeah. in at 135 pounds. <laughs> 135? <laughs> I don't know. He weighed less than you? I'm like Tank Davis. No, I weigh more than him. Nah. What? Me. His name is you about, D. You about buck eighty five, bro? No, I'm one sixty. Then you not even a buck eighty five? Nah, <laughs> so you definitely don't weigh more than me, bro. True, <laughs> but yeah, I'm special guest. I'm two ten. Two ten. Okay, nah, okay. Yeah, don't look like it. Huh? Don't look like Muscle it. Muscle weigh more than fat. <laughs> no, other way around. Hey, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> right, welcome, yeah. welcome, D. How you? How you feeling, D? I'm yeah. feeling great, man. That intro song is fire. Oh yeah, I, I just got hit Something to it nice. today. Um, it's a vibe. Something What's the nice. name of this intro song? It's called Train Station. Currency, um, Blue and Kino something. I can't think of the name. I apologize. Okay, okay. It's a vibe, though. Yes, sir. Hey, I was rocking with it. You only 160, bro? I don't believe that. Yeah, wait, 160. I'm not it's gonna a lie. lie. We're going to have to get on the scale. What, you, you, you think I weigh more? Yeah. I think you do. Oh, I think my you, God. I think you, I think you, I, not in, like, no, like... <laughs> Nah, I just think you're like I think you're a bigger dude than that. I've been hanging out Roman too much. You need a little belly. Uh, nah, <laughs> nah, you got you be wearing them short shorts, bro. You be out there short trying shorts. to yeah, you're here like hot boy summer, bro. Nah, 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 nah. You be working on those legs. Relax, bro. buddy. I mean, back back in your old days, your shorts be all the way to the socks. No, see, that's what you. My my days was Iverson. We had baggy shorts in my days. Baggy baggy shorts all the way to the ankles. Yeah, to the ankles. That's not even short. Just wear pants. Different. Yeah, yeah. The pants had to be. Shorts is what hey, listen, this is a family thing. So when family gets together, man, we start talking, we start yapping. You know what I'm saying? We start getting on each other. Type, type, That's type. what's happening right now. Type. I love it. This is the Back Outside Podcast, man. We back outside with it. Yes, sir. I'm yes, happy sir. to have you, D. It's you were wonderful last time. And I know you're going to be wonderful this time. We got something that we're talking about special, crazy. But before we do that, there's something that, man, I enjoy every podcast it's just amazing. I feel like this this is like a cookout, and we got the best little ox 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 guy, whatever he is. But I don't even want to call him. I don't want to call him a DJ. I don't feel like they have DJs at yeah, cookouts. That's not enough respect. DJ, it's something bigger than DJ. Yeah, whatever. But shout out Brandon. Let's get it on my mind. Hey, real quick though, <laughs> on the. <laughs> just, just to speak on my mind. Oh. The, the last on my mind that I was on the show. I still have all those songs in my playlist. Song bro, that's, I thought that's I, I thought that's I alley ooped that so nice, bro. That's what I'm saying you did. I, yeah, bro, you I really did. And he had to come today. I messed up the oop. Hey, come some. Before you go though, I messed up the oop. My bad. I was just giving respect to the last one because it's fire. It was fired. Last one. It's like when somebody about to dunk, but they just grab the ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come down with it. 
Somebody take nothing my happened. Mic. But then somebody they lay please. it up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Somebody take my mic, please. <laughs> nah, you good. You good. On my mind. Uh, whatever goes around eventually comes back to you. So you gotta be careful, baby, and look both ways before you cross my mind. Hey, this is Brandon. Sit down, kick your feet up, and listen to what's on my mind. Say it. Say it with your chest, young man. <laughs> Say it with your chest, young man. I'm coming here with the oof. What's up? Now we keeping that. Let's go. Welcome back to All My Mind, yeah. man. This week. Shout out that know, new intro. Hey, shout out the new intro. Yeah. Man, this week, I'm not going to lie, I don't remember the order of the songs, but this first song. Feel the order. I know is fire. Mm. First song was These Walls by Kendrick Lamar. Mm. Oh my goodness. That song has just been hitting me this week, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is, yeah. but that was fire. What do you guys think? It was That's harmonious. Classic. It was good, bro. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Do you what do you gotta say? You're back here holding back your thoughts. I'm, I'm just waiting until I get them over there yeah, smiling yeah, over there. Because I don't what you smiling be, about big dog. I feel like I'm talking too much. I don't do want you to have a guess. You need to be talking the most. I think it was that was a fire track. Fire. Kendrick. So Kendrick do you approve? Kendrick says he's the best dressed right now, too, though. I'm not going to lie. So what do you see. think? It's up for debate. I just like that one, that Virgil outfit that he had where he had the crown of thorns and it was, like, iced out. Oh, my God, bro. Listen, but... The, did you see I, what the production I, behind that? Like, he, they put out, like, a video or something about bro, how he produced, like, uh, how they produced that whole, like, crown of thorns. It's the creativity for me. Like, I have not seen that. And so this man was sitting down, like, just performing like he was standing i never seen no one sit down all right bro what's the second song what's the second song uh this second song don't remember the name but i'm pretty sure this is the remix one feel the name uh, you're right you're right i'll feel it after this one oh Thanks. okay <laughs> song is Taroka. I played this a couple podcasts ago, but this is the remix version. When I heard this remix, hey, I was, oh. Let me tell you how quickly D and Brandon locked eyes and almost grabbed each other's <laughs> face across the table. Hey, hey. <laughs> I can't deny it. <laughs> but I'm going to hate so bad because I'm just now hearing this fire immediately. This is why I had to interrupt previously yeah. because that's the song that he played on the the last podcast that I was on, yeah. that remix is crazy. That's oh, why for the, that's why we locked eyes like that. That remix is crazy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I love it. Dog. I, I love it. Yes, this next song, I know it now. All right, it is called "Quest for Love" mm. by Potato Head People. Is that what you're on? 
Hey, this is fire. This week, man, these these artists just came out of nowhere. They just started popping up. I just had to start adding them and stuff, man. Nasty. That was nasty. There was one. There was huh? What? Big nasty? You thought I was gonna say big nasty? Get in the mic when you're talking to me. You're on the podcast. Oh man, my man, my man. I was gonna say big nasty. Talk to you off the mic. Our, our boss is that big, Ooh. big nasty. Oh my gosh, man, that was nasty. Get in the mic when you're talking to me. Bro. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to say goodbye to Brandon. He's not on the podcast, but he, you know, he got to come through with for his on my mind segment. Brandon can never miss an episode. <laughs> he could never miss. An he should. No he days should, off. He never. He should. He should never miss an episode. No days off, for Brandon. I'm glad we're here. Shout out, shout out on my mind. A wonderful segment. It's gonna I feel like on my mind is gonna have some awards at some point. In my mind it already does. I feel like there's gonna be an on my mind best new artist or best R and B, like, you know, like a yearly type of, all right, but that's gonna be hard, bro. Yeah. That's gonna be hard for you to do. I wanna I wanna shout out D again. Man, I'm so glad you're here. Last last week we had such a deep uh, intimate conversation and it was amazing. I loved it so much. You shared some things with us that it was just amazing, dude. Like you, you kind of helped us have a better conversation. You know, a lot like it was a lot more transparent. So today, we're talking about what a man is. You know, what I'm saying, what does it take to be a man? What what goes into being a man? What goes into leading a family? What goes into having good finances? You know, what I'm saying, like, what does a man mean to you? I want to start out with you, D. Like, what does it mean to be a man? Jeez, that's deep. Bro. Yeah, super deep. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if there's one definition. Yeah, what's your in definition? All, in, in, in all honesty, in your life, what does a man look like to you? I think, I think, I think I've just, I think every day or every year, you learn more and more what that what it means. Yeah. So to me, it's like. I think the epitome of being a man is is being the best version of yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You you. There's so many other things that pull at you, and so many other things say to be this or be that or or be like this or be like that. Um, I think at the end of the day is like the best version of you, like being healthy physically, spiritually, yeah. emotionally, like that. The best version of you. I think that's what being a man is. I love that. I love that. I have a question. Yeah. So what? Do you think becoming a man comes with a lot of responsibilities? Like, what do you think? I think it does come with responsibilities because I think I think being a man ultimately you have to you're you're the he- you're the head yeah you're the lead like I mean I, and I know that this gets controversial when people talk about it you know yeah. what I mean yeah. the head of the house this and that but I think there is a hierarchy I think it goes yeah it's you know it's it's the man above yeah the man the wife the child like, yeah that's the hierarchy. You I've had this mean? conversation with Kellen, like when we were when we were like just getting married. Um, man, it was such. I didn't have any idea what a man was supposed to be. I never saw one. Never saw a married man. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know what was going on. But there's something about the way a man feels that it will you will know whether 
you are being treated like a man or not. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Not to say that Kellen hasn't has made me feel like less than a man or anything, but like in small ways, you know, like early on, um, like there were moments where I was like, listen, like you're you're making these decisions, but people don't look at you if it goes wrong. No, they look at me. They look at me. Yeah, because I'm supposed to be the head, if, quote unquote. Yeah, like yeah, so like I I was the face of every good decision and every bad decision that was made. Whether or not I made those decisions, that was that was my role. So I think the role of a man is very important. Like you can't just nobody gets through life by being a man and not understanding they're a man. You know what I'm saying? Like there are things that you like not it is not it's not fair in life. The things that a man not this, and I I'm not, I'm not gonna speak on a woman because I'm not a woman. When when we have a woman over, she can speak on it. I'm, yeah, I'm I mean it's both. There's just both on a man. It's on both, but yeah, of course you can only speak from your side. But there's unfair on both, obviously. A hundred percent. But just from a man, like it's unfair the things sometimes that we have to go through. Like <clears throat> I know a lot of men. Oh my goodness, and it's so annoying that are not emotional, and it's it's offensive to be emotional. Yeah. It is a big offense f- to be emotional. You can't be emotional, and they won't be emotional. As a man. As a man. And yeah. that bothers me. And they have to, they're so insecure that they have to tell me or whoever they're talking to, hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not gay, but this is how I feel. And I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. Why you got to preface it with It don't matter what you are. You got emotions. I just know? feel like, I just feel like people don't want to show that they're can you turn me down? Because uh, you turned me up, my bad. And it's loud in my ear. Yellow key, right me there. too. Perfect. Thank you, Brandon. I'm great. La, 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 la. Okay. All right, you're saying? Okay, what was I saying? I was like, I was like, don't matter what you are. You have emotions. You know, whether you oh. say you're gay. Okay. It doesn't matter. I feel like people, like guys or like men, they don't want to show emotion because it shows like they're weak. Like, oh, why yeah. are you crying about this, man? Yeah. Do a man's, a grown man's job. You got to do that. Man, I had a guy... We were at this event with my my family, right? And this guy, I don't even know this guy. My son was, like, crying, right? And my wife was holding him, and this guy goes, hey, let me tell you something. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you something that you're going to have to hear when you grow up. Suck it up and be a man. And I was like, ooh, by, almost by, cussed. By, hey, what? hey, by the way, real almost quick. Almost cussed. Say how old your son is. Real quick, so, people, what? so people understand. Right now, he's 18 so, months. Exactly. So people understand how ridiculous this is. Bro, that pissed me off. But listen, uh, his aunt chimed in like, listen, hey, hold on. He's He is a man. He's a man of his emotions. You know? Like, he's going to he's gonna express them. He's going to learn how to express them. And I think it's so important to learn. There are so many immature men out there emotionally bro they don't know how to say i'm hurt they don't know how to say this hurts me when you do this yeah or even i was wrong you know it's hard for me to say i'm wrong i hate being wrong oh my gosh i don't know who likes being wrong i'm the same way right like every time you pull me at pull me at at, point me at something yeah and you're like dave you did this wrong i'm just like no like i ain't gonna lie i'm i'll I'll make excuses yeah excuses i make excuses all the time yeah but at the end of the day I look back, be like, yeah, mm-hmm. you were right. And then even, but I, but I won't yeah. show it though. <laughs> <laughs> this is freaking. Hey, but you're learning. At least. I'm gonna tell you, it makes you feel. At the end of the day, like when something like that happens, it makes you feel better. Like when when you, that's how I know. Like you get to the when you're evolving as a man, when you get in situations like that, and you can be like, dang, you know what? You're right. I did mess that up. 
I've had Are those situations. Right? It is like that. But think about how you feel like low key after those situations. Like after it resonates for a little bit. I'll be honest with you. You feel like, dang, I'm mature. Like you feel like, dang, I'm a man for real. Like I like like that's yeah. what being of, a man is being able to handle that. I can think of one exact situation where somebody had to correct me, and it was hard. Oh my gosh, it was tough. And even right now to this day, thinking about it, it's still tough. But there is, it's not okay. I don't feel better about it, but there is something in me that's like. All right, listen, you just got to learn from it. Can't control it. And I feel good knowing that I didn't try to fight the correction. That does it that and and that what I'm saying about that is I feel like that makes you feel more like a man. Yeah. Like that little feeling where it's like, uh, yeah, I took that. 100%. I took, I took what that was I had and, to take and, that he, on was, the chin. and he was right and I took that on the chin and he yeah. was right, but I I still stood and did my like that feeling, I think that's more of a man when you can take some when you can take correction, yeah, you, know, you can take stuff like that. Like on the other end, that's that's manly. Mm-hmm. And just like just like what what you're saying, just taking a loss, and yeah. just like your actions, what you do, like if you mess up, hey, own it, learn yeah. from it. Because every day we're humans, we're always learning, and then we we'll always mess up too. I, I mess up all the time. I yeah. was like, hey, let it be another day. Just move on. Yeah, and I think too, like with being a man. Not only do you have to be able to take the correction, right? And but you do have to correct. But there's a way that you have to correct. You got to know who you're talking to. Like with my wife, <laughs> she loves she loves when I'm direct, right? But not when I'm direct at her. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> she loves when I when I take charge, but not when I take charge with her. You know that's not comfortable for anybody. So there has to be a gentleness to the power. There has to be. There has to be a soft side to a man. That can talk to a woman and say, I understand. You gotta be able to read the room, man. 100%. You gotta know who you're correcting. 100%. Like, you don't need to be 100% all the time. You don't have to give full force. Like, like you don't have to let, you don't have to press into everybody all the time just so they they can feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people are are good with just knowing they did something wrong. You don't have to press in in and make them feel the emotion, you know? Hey, and just the, to go off of what you're saying, I think that's what makes a man also being able to to discern those moments yeah. when you need to press. There are and times, not man, press. I've had to press. Sometimes you have to, 100%. but there's a lot of times you need you don't need to. Yeah. So I think that also goes into what being a man is knowing those times when to and when not to. Yeah, it, it's so important just learning how to communicate with people, man. Like, I, and this is a thing, like for me. I don't I'm not an expert at being a man. If anything, I feel like I have more that I don't know about being a man than I have that I do know. But for me, I know like I have a son that's counting on me to learn as much as I can. And for me, I think being a man is knowing that you do have responsibilities whether it affects you or not, whether it has to do with your future or not. People are affected by your actions. And I want to talk to you, D, about that. Last time you shared on the podcast that your dad wasn't really there. Like, he wasn't there. How does that, how did that affect your future as a man? I I feel like I had to, I feel like I had to learn what that, what that meant. Mm-hmm. Did you get it? Did you, were there any bad uh, perspectives of a man? Because oh, he wasn't sheesh. there for me, like, the, I, yeah, my whole life was a bad perspective as a man. I, yeah. and in all honesty, I, I probably, I'm, I'm still learning, which is crazy. When you just said like, yeah, 
you you you're still learning how to be a man and you feel like you you know less i forget how you put it but basically you know more you know less about being a man than you know of being a man yeah right um and i, and I almost feel kind of the same way honestly um and, and it's crazy to think that because i'm so much older than you but i think that i i had so many bad what a man's supposed to be like influences from the outside because i didn't have anything right there um in front of my face like teaching me um so all what i saw was was the hustlers and drug dealers yeah that's what i grew up with like you know what i mean my my whole side of that family was hustlers and drug dealers so they yeah. had all the cars all the women's all the money all the clothes all the everything and that's so that's what i saw that's what i wanted to be that's what I so wanted you to saw do. what the earth what the world wanted what as a man the world wanted yeah. a man to look like what and, you seen from your eyes yes yeah. and and i and to tell you probably the last 10 years um really hardcore maybe the last five or so um is when i've really been able to grow and see like what what a, what a man's supposed to look like and be like so I feel like I was at somewhat of a disadvantage. I feel like I got I got hip late. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I wouldn't change it. But uh, I feel like I got hip late. I feel like there's a lot, and I feel like what the world portrays a man supposed to be. Yeah. Talk about that. It's not exactly what it's supposed to be for you to be successful. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Um, certain things, especially like when, for you, for you, for example, like being married. Um, the big thing is happy wife, happy life, right? Yeah. <laughs> That is the worst. It's, it's not true. In the history, it's of not true. History of history is the worst, worst advice that you could possibly have. It is because what happens is when when men take on that connotation or they take on that advice, it's hard to. First of all, she's not her happiness has nothing to do with you. Yeah, you can add to it or take yeah. away from it, but yeah, as a whole, her happiness. I can't has, control how her happy happiness you are. has nothing to do with you as a whole. Yeah, you can either add to it or take away from it, but as a whole. You have nothing to do with because her happiness is a is a feeling it's and a feel. feelings come and go. So basically, especially yeah. with women, and, and no disrespect on on any side of it is, but women are more emotional than men. Yeah, in general, and I want to say everybody. Yeah, I ain't trying to get in no heat. Nah, like you're no good, podcast, bro. You're good, right? Um, but in general, so right, so if you're on this roller coaster, you can't attach what you're trying to do as a man to that roller coaster. Yeah, because then y'all both on that. Yeah, right. So. As a man, to me, because I because I went through that situation, because when I got engaged, that's that's what my mindset was. Yeah, because that's what the world tells you you're supposed to be, right? So I'm like happy wife, happy life. I'm so you're set in on whatever you can do to make her happy, mm -hmm. and when she's not, then you feel like you that's your responsibility. So that's taking. So even though sometimes it, and most of the time it's got nothing to do with you, but you're taking the on the responsibility of that because you feel like that's your responsibility. Yeah. Right, it's a lot of so, pressure. Yeah, and 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 all that does <clears throat> is break you down. Yeah, yeah, that breaks you down and break you down and break you down. So to go back to what I said earlier, I feel like the definition of being a man is being the best version of you. Yeah, period. Because I can't, you can't say to be like this or be like that because everybody's different, has different hobbies, ideas, lifestyles, whatever it is. But the best version of you, if you are hundred percent healthy physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, you're right? God. <laughs> you're but God. If, think about it. But if you're your best version of you on those old levels, so it's like, yeah, like when people say, um, pastors even said this before, like you, you don't find a soulmate. Yeah, you become one mm -hmm. because you become the best version of you. Yeah, if you're the best version of you, nothing else matters. Everything else just falls in line. Everything else is just vibing right along. 
But if you're not the best version of you, you you can't be that to anything else. Yeah, and I I I have like <clears throat> real experience to what you're saying. Happy wife, happy life. That's not true because like there there are decisions that I've had to make for my family that my wife was not in favor of. But because it was for the good of the family, you may not have been happy right now, but it worked out. Not to say, not because like, oh, I planned it that now. Like, I don't like God gave me perspective where I saw it out. I saw how this was going to end. And I had to make the decision to do what's best for everybody. And it wasn't the popular decision. But because she's my wife, she said, okay. In her in her unhappiness, but in her respect for yes. you though, yes, that's the key to all that. Yeah, she, she don't hold that respect because that's that's the other thing about being a man. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, but you're the guest. The, that's the thing about I think the thing that men value the most. Yeah, and what I've learned over life is respect. Yeah, you gotta have that. You gotta have the fact that she respects your decisions, whether she's like you said agrees with it or not. Yeah. Because sometimes the best decision doesn't always feel right yeah. or feel good, but it's the best decision, right? So yeah. if she doesn't respect that or, like, ride with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dang, I don't really, I don't know where we're going, boo, but I'm riding with you. I think the difference between men and women is men want respect and women want protect protection. Like, oh, my goodness, dude. If you, if you don't have it together financially and a woman and you make a woman feel Se- like security I it's, think it's it's yeah, it's security she wants to feel secure yes she wants to know that you will make the right decision not that you have a million dollars in the bank she wants to know that you're going to make the right decision but a, a man wants to know that you're going to let him make the decision exactly and i think you just put that perfectly i think that is that is the line the yeah. difference between the two yeah but it's so deep. I think, like, as a boy, like, for me, like, what you're saying, man, I, I didn't grow up one side. It was, and this is so crazy because, like, on my mom's side, I grew up with, you know, the churchgoers, you know what I'm saying, like, those type of men. But on my dad's side, I grew up with, like, the thugs and the people that were selling drugs and stuff. So I, I got to see both sides of it. I feel like I did the same. Right? Like, I got to see both sides of it, and I had a choice and i don't know from my perspective it was really survival so my my decisions were based on what will help me live and i made decisions based on that for sure but i think now my decisions are based on what will help us thrive i think i think an immature person is looking at and not even immature you know what cuz there are stages where you where you do have to look out for you you're not you don't have a family to look out for so but You're I supposed think, to. Huh? You're supposed to. What? Be looking out for you at that point. hundred percent. Yeah, 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 like yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. And I think I don't know, if I could go back to my younger self, I would just say, like, listen, there's more to life than just working for today. Like, work for tomorrow. I would tell myself to look get on Photoshop, save up for 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 a computer, like learn to be disciplined. Like it's like, there's always tomorrow that you're working for. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, a wallpaper I have on my phone that says, why would I give up today if tomorrow I win? You know? Like, it's not just for today. The work's not just for today. Tomorrow, it carries over. And I think that goes really perfectly with being a man is looking and seeing that 
like it's not just today that you're working for, but tomorrow is there. You know what I'm saying? Like people, like you're you're like tomorrow is there, whether it's for you or somebody else. Big facts, hundred percent agree. I I think where where it gets gray, where the gray area comes in. Yeah, and I hate to be the one to say it and bring it up. Say it. Social media, man. Oh, hundred percent. That's where it gets gray because yeah. the thing that happens is, is like people aren't looking for. So the two things that we talked about, all right, respect for men, yeah. security for women, right? Yeah. Social media just makes people are just on this dopamine carousel. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like this dopamine carousel. They're just waiting for a quick little hit of attention or somebody liking this or liking that, and they, they get that little quick dopamine hit, and it's on to the next one. And, and just it's so plentiful and so recyclable that it just becomes like it's almost like a drug. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. I agree. Listen, I've been, I've been, uh, I feel like it's been a week where I haven't had Instagram or Facebook. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel like that has had an effect? Do you feel like you feel different or not? Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like after a week, it's not a crazy effect. But it is nice, like, not being, like, it's nice not seeing other people's stories and hearing about it in person. Okay, so there is an effect is basically what I'm getting You're right. At. You know what? Is there, there, is, an effect? there is an effect. Okay. There is a satisfaction to know, like, oh, I wasn't tied to this. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I hear the pastor talk about it, right? And you know how he just, like, yeah. like a couple years and he's been out and he talks about how great. And I've, ne- like, I haven't had, I've never had an Instagram account. Yeah. Ever. You ha- you don't have I have, we, I have one for the brand. We have one for Bulletproof. You. Yeah. I've never had a personal one ever in history. I've looked for um, you and I couldn't find yeah, you. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why, because I don't got one. Um, I haven't had a Facebook since college. Um, and I feel like sometimes I'll hop on, like, the gram just off of um, my clothing line page. Yeah. And, and I'll get on there and I'll be scrolling for a little bit and I'll be like, dang, like, I feel like it affects, like, not so much affects, like, how I think, but, like, it's distracting. It really is distracting. It's distracting. And the stuff that I'm seeing on there is not even the stuff that I feel like is, like... Necessary. Necessary or, like, productive. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm not learning anything. It's not making me better. It's not pushing me anywhere. I'm just really, like, being distracted, and I'm seeing a whole bunch of the same stuff over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that's one of those things that's, like... I don't know. I feel like I would never... Let me put this to you guys real quick. This is this is a little bit. I don't know if it's off topic, but it's on topic. So, David, you're single, correct? Yeah. All right, I'm single, correct too. <laughs> so I, I've heard, I've heard a guy recently saying that like he would ask girls if they would give up their social media for their for a husband. Because speaking about men, yeah. right, of being what a man is, for their husband or like the love of their life. And it's been like a hard thing for people for like women to say they would give up. And I think that boggles my mind. It buckles you? It boggles my boggles mind you. to yeah. think about, like, you being like, no, I would never give up my Instagram for my husband. <laughs> Bro, that's the lifeline, like. Yeah. Think about, like, I just want to get your opinion on that. I don't, I don't know if that's on or off topic, but, like, when no, I'm, I'm talking feel, about, like, being I a man and, like, what that is, is, like, I f- date, especially in this world right now, like, yeah. dating and figure, like, what? how do you feel about that? If a girl no. being like, I would never give up my Instagram I for just feel my like. Husband. This is this is this is what I think. I just feel like people just like that 
like social media like it's funny like you know that TikTok. Dopamine, bro. yeah dopamine. it really is especially like people like live off social media make money off social media platforms like youtubers i guess tiktokers and stuff let me ask you this though how many people are actually making money money not many like, i guess what i'm saying like don't if you only got like 10 but that's 000, the argument like, like, i don't oh, want to hear about but, oh no i can make money i'm this is my i don't want to hear this your lifeline if you're not making no money the argument that. is like oh but i could though yeah but you haven't. Right. Exactly. It's like costing that, you more money. That I mean, no, I, I, I can't deal with I it. I think being off of, you know what? I'm I'm actually thinking about it. There I had there has been some effects. I like it. Let's there has yeah, been. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I wanted to hear it. Um some of them like they've affected uh the time I've had. You know? Facts. I've had more time. Now, okay, listen, but YouTube, oh my god. YouTube is another okay. I could baby steps, bro. Baby steps. No, but One this is the thing: time. is YouTube is the Goliath. Is the YouTube, what? YouTube is my Goliath. Okay, that's the big one. Okay. It's not. It's not Instagram. It's not, for you. Okay. it's not Facebook. None of that stuff. It's YouTube. Okay. Okay. Oh my goodness! Like, like how many? Like how long are you on YouTube? <laughs> like in a week. Hey, speaking of, like, do you think that makes you less of a man if you're like? No, um, or <laughs> somebody that spends that much hours on like YouTube or game nah. or gaming or something like that, or like you just spend an hour so like see. on YouTube or yeah. hours on like Call of Duty or like 2K or you just like getting it in all day every day. You think that? How do you? Since we're talking about what makes a man, like, do you feel like that makes you less of a man? I don't think so, to be honest. Because sometimes, like, like I'll be on TikTok nowadays a lot, and then on my feeds be like soccer highlights or like basketball or even just like motivational stuff or like workouts yeah so i even like write down like the cool work the workouts like i see you guys do or females do and stuff so it can be a little benefit but then again it can be draining too because like i'll be watching people what they're doing i'm like i can do this but i'm just sitting there watching them what and that makes you feel like what kind of way though especially if you see somebody doing something you like dang they out here doing it i should yeah. be doing it better than I'm yeah doing it. so i'll just be like damn like he's over here grinding when we're just watching just sitting on my couch or toilets watching the world they're doing me? yeah <laughs> so i think i think it does have a big effect like bro like there's so much okay listen okay what i've learned in the past month or, or so is that social media floods your brain with creativity. It floods your brain with products. It floods your brain with... No, listen, listen, listen to where I'm going. It floods your brain with so much that now you don't know a way to do it independent from the things that you've seen. Like, if you want to start a shoe brand, you follow Foot Action, you follow Foot Lock, you want to you follow this, 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 and this, and now those pages are what you have to be to start your shoe brand i 100 percent agree with you but for different reasons why because i wouldn't say that it's because of it's it floods you with creativity i feel like it's flooding you with the same stuff and this is what works so that's what people do like that's what i feel like i feel like it's not flooding with creativity i feel like if you get on social media right now i'm seeing a thousand girls do the same exact video hundred oh, thousand people do the same exact thing every girl wants to have the same exact balloons for their party the same exact <laughs> spot for their stuff the same exact TikTok dance you know what i mean yeah. yeah i feel like there's i feel like i agree with what 
the end game is what you what you're saying, but yeah. I feel like it's not creativity. I feel like it's just like attention. Okay, this, I feel like yes, it's attention. It's attention. So this is what I got to do. Comments this, be flooded. This is what she did to get all those numbers. So if I do this, I'm gonna get the same numbers. Yeah, that's like that's what girls think. I feel like at some point it is creative because nobody. If I watch a video on TikTok and they had a blue screen and red lighting, then there's no way I can get that exact blue screen and red lighting. I've got, and then there's no way that I could get the exact thing they filmed on with the exact settings that they filmed it with. Like, I feel like it does force you to be a little creative, but it doesn't force you to be completely original. I feel like, all right, I, I, I feel like, I feel like what you're saying a little bit, I, especially the, the, the originals, like the people that started, they're definitely the most creative because they feel like they gotta do something different than what's already been done. Yeah. But I feel like the amount of copycats is so much bigger than the amount of creative people yeah and i think as a man like god gave you a gift to be independent and not independent from god but independent from other people like the decisions that you have to make affect your family so they should not be influenced they should not be decided now you can have influence you know what i'm saying you can have influences but they should not be decided by other people you know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like that's what the problem is. Like, all these people like, oh, your wife needs to cook, needs to clean. She did this. Needs to so do all those did. things. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And so your wife needs to do that. Yes. Okay, hold on. My wife is not like other wives. Exactly. She does things that your wife doesn't do. Maybe I need to cook so that she does the finances. Or maybe I need to clean so that she does I don't know. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> Something but, else, but, but, you know? But you're 100% right on point, though, because... It's it's not everything is circumstantial, man. Yeah, it's nothing's linear in that in the fact that like every relationship is the same. Like like you said, your your wife might be good at some stuff that you're not good at, oh, yeah. and you know that. And other people's relationship might be like, no, it works if the man does this or the man's supposed to do that. Yeah, no, no, like that's what I like I said earlier. I think a man is being able to be a better version, the best version of yourself. Yeah, like which which also comes down to knowing what you don't know. Yeah, right, like. One, you don't always you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. If you're the smartest person in the room, you get out the room. You don't never want to be the smartest person in the room. That's not the room for you, right? But know what you don't know. Yeah. Like the best leaders aren't always the smartest people. They're not always the people that know how to do all the stuff, but they know who knows how to do the stuff. Yes. And who and where to Man. put the people that know to do the stuff. We just talked you know about that in the last podcast. Shout like out, that's really out, what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, and I feel like as a husband or as a man. Yeah. That's what your job literally at the end of the day is, is being the best leader. So yeah. you know, like, guess what? My, my wife might be the leading scorer at a couple games. Yeah. And she might win MVP for this or that. And I'm cool with that. But yeah. at the end of the day, I know what where positions we need to be in and yeah. how we need to play the game and where we need to be. Yeah. That That's what it needs to be. Like, that's the vibe. And she respects me enough to know that, like, hey, I respect him to know that he knows when I need to be in this position or when I need to be in that position. Yeah. He knows when I need to be the leading scorer. He I knows think, when I need yeah, to shine. man, playing you know? your role, even when it comes to communication, like I'm the I'm the I'm the gifts and words of affirmation type of person. Like Hey, elaborate on that because a lot of people might not know what you're talking about. <laughs> so the way I communicate is like if you give me a gift, I feel appreciated or loved. Or if you tell me that you appreciate your appreciate me or love me i feel it you know okay, what i'm saying so that's gifts and words of affirmation yeah. which just comes from the basis of the book of five uh, love languages five language yeah book. okay but my wife is uh is what is it quality Physi- time physical touch or quality time no not physical touch quality time quality time you know what's so crazy i have not met a lot of women that were physical touch people for real 
A hundred percent. So what are they real quick? It's physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, gifts, and then uh, and, uh, services. Services, yeah, yeah, yeah. Acts and services. Acts and services. Yeah. She's that one too. Five. It's personal time and acts of services. Okay. Like, so if I went to her and I gave her a gift, she'd be like, "Oh, nice." But the the point I was trying to get across wasn't received to her because I wasn't speaking her language. If I just sat there with her and talked or watched a movie with her, she would feel appreciated. And as a man, you have to, like, humble yourself enough to be teachable. Like, and to be able to learn that. Cause, yeah. Because I want to... We think I'm that sorry. we can't learn from other people. And that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. And basically, off what you just said, too, what will happen a lot of times is somebody will give that gift, and it's not, like you said, your wife's love language. Yeah. And now you feel some type of way because she exactly. didn't react yeah. how you thought she would react or should react to that gift. But that's not her love language. Even though she was still appreciative, Yeah, you didn't, you didn't feel like you got the reaction that you thought you should get. And that's what starts to stumble and crumble in, in certain type of relationships and stuff when people don't know or able to be able to know themselves enough to understand that. You know what I mean? Or even an apology is like, okay, well, my, my thing is gifts and uh, words of affirmation, right? So in, in apologies, if she did something wrong and she decided to, okay, well, what I can do next time is, you know, I'll be there for you. Hold on. No, what you can do next time is you can do it. Like, you can fix this. That's for me. That's how you can fix. Even in, even in apologies, you have to understand that the way my wife talks is I need to be gentle. Hey, listen, I didn't really like this. You know, and I need to give her space to process it. I need to be there for her, give her that quality time and not make this a statement and make it a conversation. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Just just like the gifts work, like apologies work the same way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like if you not, you might have said sorry how you thought a sorry yeah, that's should be it, said sorry. But we that think, ain't the way yeah, I receive We think people sorry. talk like us. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the thing is like, oh, why well, well, I sent the note or I did this. They might not vibe with that. That's yes. not how they accept it. Like, so it doesn't, even though you're sincere in what you did or this or that, it's like, that's why The Four Agreements is a book that I read that I that I, um, that I hold on to, that I've been talking about a lot. That And one of the agreements is don't take anything personal. Because you don't know where that person's coming from. You don't exactly. know what it is or how it was or whatever it is. There's a whole lot of things that come around it. Like, so take not taking things personal at any point in time. Just think if you just had that mindset. And just carried it for life. Like yeah. just never took anything personal. How how many hiccups in life would that would that save you? It would save a lot if we. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't think we cannot take things personal. But you should. I don't think that's and I, possible. No, no. I think and no. And I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's hard as hell. Yeah. But like, but the more you think about it, and the more you try to do it, the easier shit stuff is in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree that it would be easy if we couldn't take it personal. It would, yeah. Of course. Oh, 100%. Especially, like, if it's coming from, like, like correction for me. Like, if it's coming from my, my closest friends that say, hey, you're doing this wrong, I want to take, take it personal. If it was, like, a random person I never met, then you'd be like, hey, like, who the heck are you? Like, I feel right? you on that. Hey, but, but at the end of the day, they're low-key both saying the same thing and seeing the same thing. Yeah. But, yeah. like you said, because of where it's coming from, so it's like one of those things. I, I basically why I'm saying this because because of reading that book, that's always in the back of my mind. Yeah. Of like, and I and I feel like it saved me in a couple of situations <sighs> since reading that book. Yeah. Of like, 
And I think that's part of being a man because that's what we're talking about, right? I think that that's like, to piggyback on on what being a man is, I, I think those four agreements that come out of that book, and, I, and I'll say what they are, one is don't take anything personal. Two is don't assume. Three, always give your best. Yeah. And four, be impeccable with your word, right? And I think those four things, if you can hone in on those and perfect those, which I think is impossible to perfect them. Yeah. But if you can hone in and perfect them as best as you can, I think that goes in hard as, as in to being what a man is and what what it entails to be a man. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like I'm rambling my bad. No, no I, I, I think the point of, I don't even know, if you could say that, but I think one big thing about being a man is you've got to constantly learn how to do it. Nobody's oh, ever. For sure. Nobody's ever a man or the man. You know what I'm saying? Never. And so I feel like that's something that I'm taking away is like I'm never there. You know what I'm saying? But at least I'm going. You know what I'm saying? At least yeah. I'm Push, learning. Pushing not, through. Hey, and not even that. To piggyback on what you said as far as like not only is it you always have to figure it out, you're expected to Yeah. on top of it. Oh you know God. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's you're expected to be the one to figure it out, right? They look at you. You're expected fix, to be the one to figure it fix, out, fix the problem. And and in your mind, as a man, one you never want to look like you don't know how to fix Ooh. it. Oh, yeah. that's the first thing. Even if you don't know how to fix it, you never want to look like you don't know how to fix it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're gonna sit there and make it seem like, oh well, yeah, I know I'm gonna figure it out, and get on the phone and try to figure out who you need to talk to to figure it out. You yeah. know what I mean? But like. I think that's the biggest thing to piggyback off what you're saying is not only do you have to, but like you're expected to. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's tough. I'm I feel uh, like that's tough. I'm happy we had this conversation. I really like this. I feel like I've learned a lot. I think being a man is not, there's no like, there is no cookie cutter. There's no form or shape of a man. It's like, how does, how can you be the best you? Whatever that looks like, be that, man, like, for real. And if you don't know, you need to find someone. There's no there's no excuse to not learn. Like, I yeah. didn't have it, so I had to go find it. There's no excuse. Like, just because you didn't see what it looks like doesn't mean that you get to have a pass. Oh, I don't know, so I can't, you know. No, that don't work. Like, people are looking at you. They're depending on you. Like, you got to figure it out, you know. Exactly. So I'm happy we had this conversation, D. I'm glad you're here. Me too, man. I appreciate y'all having me back, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, like it was just been a blast. It was a blast the first time. It's been a blast this time. But yeah, like you said, I feel like, and I feel like the big, I think the first step into being a man, yeah. going off what you said, is knowing that there is no cookie cutter. Yeah. Like once you realize that and realize there's uh, there's no wrong way for me to do this, but I gotta do it. I feel like that's the, the step of being a man. Like the knowing that there is no cookie cutter version, and you just gotta figure it out and, and mold to your situation. Yeah. I love that. I'm glad you're here, D. David, I'm glad you're here. This is the Back Outside Podcast, man. We're just saying what we what we know, you know, from our own experience. Before we go, I'm going to say our Back Outside motto. This is for the dreamers and the underachievers. This is for the ones that don't have any believers. This is for the seasoned and the new. This is for the black, the brown, the white, and you. This is for the ones who have dreams but are too scared to let them come true. This is the promise to overcome and thrive. This is for pride. This is to let everybody know. We, we back, back outside. outside. Hey, I missed it the first time. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, D.
Dang. Y'all still here? Hey, leave a review, download the episode, and follow the podcast. We back outside.